Spell Singing Sundays. We're your hosts, Bubba. And the Bug. This is a Magic the Gathering podcast for kids by kids, but that's okay if it does listen to. Today is Sunday, September 17th, 2023. And today we're going to be doing a day late episode. Well, we were actually recording this on Monday, but we're saying it's Sunday. But today we're going to be talking about Joda, the Grand Unifier. This is one that came out. Grand Unifier? The Unifier. Sorry. So, what's he do? He is Wooberg for a 5-5 human wizard. And when legendary creatures you control get plus X plus X, where X is the number of legendary creatures you control. And whenever you cast a legendary spell from your hand, exile cards from the top of your library until you exile a legendary non-land card with lesser mana value. You may cast that card without paying its mana cost. Put the rest on the bottom of your library in a random... So, he's really big with all those legendary creatures. But I hope you don't have the legendary rule with any of them. Well, you kind of have to have the legendary rule because it's a rule of the game. True. Alright. So, I'll start. And my, fir- and my first card is Ruby Daring Tracker. It is a red and a green for a 1-2 human scout. It's a pretty good for a turn 2. And it has haste. Whenever I... Whenever he, whenever she enters the battlefield, or I mean, whenever she attacks, while while you control a creature with power four or greater, Ruby gets plus two plus two until end of turn. Or you can tap her for a red or a green. Okay. Pretty good for um, turn two because you can get the mana back you spent. Well, in an either or. But you're not gonna get it back the first turn, so. Yeah. I mean, it's good because, well, you get to get a 1-2 attacker on the battlefield for the um, turn 2 if you have the right mana. And it's and you can buff her up so that she's, well, a 3, yeah, a 3-4. And go slashy slash. And plus it has haste, so you can activate the tap ability for free. No yep. summoning sickness. So, that's my first card. My first card is Urza's Ruinous Blast. Four and a white for this legendary sorcery that can only be cast if you have a legendary creature or a planeswalker. And you exile all non-land permanents that aren't legendary. So, everything of yours is going to stay because e- almost everything you play is going to be legendary because yeah. of um, Joda. But... Mm-hmm. That's really it. It's just you get to get rid of all your stuff, and then all your stuff's exiled. Now, I'm going to swing out with all my stuff and win the game. It's a game ender, really. Yeah. So, uh, that's my card. What's your next card, Bubba? My next card is the Iron Crag. Crag. Iron Crag. Yeah, Iron Crag. It's two colors for a legendary artifact, of course, another legendary. And tap to add a colorless, and whenever a legendary creature enters the battlefield under your control, you may have it become a legendary equipment artifact named the Everflame, Hero's Legacy. If you do, it became 
It has an equipped three, an equipped creature gets plus three, plus three, and loses all abilities, all other abilities. That sucks, but it's also very good. What do you mean it stinks? Because you lo- so if you have something that's really powerful with its abilities, but it's really tiny. Yeah. If you you want to buff it up with this, but it's gonna get rid of all of its abilities. So yeah. yeah. But I mean, it's good because well, well it's you can always put it on a tutu that doesn't have any abilities. True. There's a lot of abilities with a tutu that does not exist. So it's pretty good. I mean, it has some disadvantages and some advantages because well, it gives us it gives us my plus three plus three. And it loses the abilities. So, yeah, that's my next card. What's your next card, folks? My next card is going to be... Sise Weatherlight Captain. This is from Modern Horizons 1 and is a 2-2 for 2 and a white. And it's a human soldier. And for each other legendary permanent I control, Sise gets a plus 1, plus 1. Stole my card. That kind of stinks. But you can tap Wooberg and search a library for a legendary permanent card with converted mana cost less than Sissé's power. Put that card onto the battlefield, then shuffle your library. So you want to make her bigger with all your legendary permanents. So that kind of they kind of work well together. That ability and Sissé, because you get to find a legendary permanent and put it onto the battlefield. So. So, that's really that one. What's your next card, Bobo? My next card is Commodore Guff. Commodore Guff. Yeah. It's a planeswalker for uh, um, a white, a red, a blue, I mean, a plains, a mountain, and a island, and a colorless for a... Legendary Planeswalker that has five loyalty. And whenever and it has a plus three, I mean a plus one and a minus three. And it's and for the big and its static ability is at the beginning of your end step, put a loyalty counter on another target planeswalker you control. That's good if you have a planeswalker. This is from the uh precon that was all about planeswalker. It's called uh Planeswalker Party, I think. Yeah. We might have to do a episode on it. Um and it's a plus a plus one. Get, put a create a one one wizard creature token with tap to add one mana of I mean one red. Spend this mana only to cast a planeswalker spell. This is definite this is definitely in planeswalker party. Yeah, because, you can tell by the symbol. Oh, yeah. And his minus three is um, what you draw X cards and Commander Guff deals X damage to each opponent, where X is the number of planeswalkers you control. That's good, really good. If you have a lot of planeswalkers, yeah, on the battlefield that you control. So yeah. Mm. Um, so and Commander Guff could be your commander. Yep. Well, a legendary planeswalker can be your commander. True. But well, 
Now, my next card here is the Relic of Legends. It's an artifact for three colorless. And you get to tap it for a mana any color. And you can tap an untapped legendary creature you control and add one mana of any color. So this is mana ramp for you. Because you're going to play a whole lot of legendary creatures, right? Yeah, they're probably mostly costly. Well, you're going to be able to tap those creatures to help pay for other creatures. And the other creatures you cast are going to be able to tap for other creatures. And it just keeps going. <coughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty good. It's a pretty good reason to like that card. Yeah, because you get to um, create more creatures. Or you can create more creatures. And even yeah. more creatures. Yeah. You're going to have a bunch of stuff out there. So. So, it's really all I can say about that one. Pretty simple card. Yeah. So, my next card is Gylowin. Gylowin. Casting Director. So it's a white, a green, and a colorless for a human bard. And whenever Gwen. Uh, whenever. How do you say that? Let me see it. Gilwain. So whenever he enters the battlefield, or another non token creature enters the battlefield you control, you may choose one. Create a royal rule token attached to that creature. Create a sorcerer role creature to a token attached to that creature. Or create a monster role attached to that creature. I don't know what those things are. Well, those are all roles from the new set. Yeah. I forgot how they work, but we can talk about them in our next episode. Yeah. Stay so, tuned. Stay tuned to find out about those. It's good because, well, it's... It can be non-token creatures, too. I mean, it can be other creatures. And it can be him himself entering the battlefield, triggering those abilities. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, that's what's my, what's your next card, Bugs? My next card is going to be Rogra. That's how you say it. Son of Roga. Or Raga, or whatever. What have you. Up to you how you say that. Yeah. He's zero mana for a zero one kobold warrior. First strike, menace, trample. So, and he has partner. So if he was your commander, you could have two. As long as they both say partner. So, that is just about him. But he's good because he's zero mana and he's a legend. So, on any turn where you're, like, out of mana, then you can just play him for free, and boom, your engine's back up and running. So, that's, I feel like I, I'm not saying much about my cards, but there's not really a whole lot to say. Well, that means you need to pick better cards. <laughs> but that's all about that one. What is your next card, Bubba? Bye. Next card is Primeval's Glorious Glorious Rebirth. Um, it's five colorless, a black and a white, for a legendary sorcery. Return all legendary permanents from your graveyard to the battlefield. Pretty simple. 
Yeah. And you may cast a legendary sorcery only if you control a legendary creature or planeswalker. Yeah. So... It's really good because, well, all of your creatures come back from the dead. Because most of your creatures are going to be legendary. Yeah. So well, I mean, le- this deck is all about legendary creatures. Yeah, so. exactly. I mean, there's going to be a whole lot of legendary creatures in there. Yeah. So Maybe somewhere in common. You know? Gotta throw a little bit of stuff in there. Anyways, this is good because, well, all your stuff come back. Not much to say about that card. <laughs> it's just a pretty much a big graveyard incursion. So, yeah. It's a yeah. mass graveyard recursion thing. Yeah, it's pretty good because... So... Yeah, because you have all those... Like, my next card is gonna be Jetmere, oh. Nexus of Revels. Now, with the art, I always thought that little part, little white part below his face was his face. But then I started to notice that that black fuzzy part above it was actually his face. Yeah. Jetmere is one a red and a green and a white. For a 5-4 cat demon. He's legendary, too. And creatures you control get plus one plus oh and have vigilance as long as you control three or more creatures. Which shouldn't be too hard with Joda. No. Creatures you control also get plus one plus oh and tra- trample as long as you control six or more creatures. Wow. And creatures you control also get plus one plus one and have double strike as long as you control nine or more creatures. Wow. So with Jetmere, you just want to play a lot of creatures, really. Yeah. So, uh, that's just about it. He's, he just want he gives your cards anthem effect. And it, it, it works well. Yeah. I mean, can't say it doesn't, because you, if it didn't work well, it wouldn't be in the deck. So, yeah. Last card, Bubba. Last, last kind of sped up this episode, but so my final card. Oh, wait, no, not last card, not yet. Mate. Ooh, come on, I got ahead of myself. All right, so my next card is Riki Hit the History of Kamigawa. It's a human shaman for two green, I mean, a green and two colorless for a one two. Whenever you play a legendary spell, draw a card. Not much to it. You just get to draw a card when you play Legendary Spell. It works because, well, um, you don't get to um, waste your new year cards. Yeah, mm-hmm. you just gain it back right instantly. Yeah. So, um, not to say really much about that card, so. Yeah, all good. All right, what's your next card, Bugs? <laughs> My next card, sorry about the mix-up, was Joda. Archmage Eternal. This is the different Ooh. version of Joda. Joda's had two versions. This one is from Dominaria. So, he's one a red, a blue, and a white for a 4-3 foot fly. And you get to pay Wooburg rather than cast the mana cost for, and for spells that I cast. So I could pay Wooburg instead of paying 12 mana for a da-da-da. Yeah. Or a big worm or whatever. Ooh, speaking of worms, stay tuned to find out. Maybe I'm gonna build a worm deck. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Okay, maybe Bubba's gonna build a worm deck, I guess. 
You know I will. So, no, because you said maybe. You never know. Maybe I will. Alright. So. That's pretty much Dota. He, it makes it easier for you to cast your spells on your turn. Yeah. So, my next card is Inga and Asaka. A a a blue, a green, and two colors for a human god. That's a four four. I lo- I like the art because they're like riding a rainbow with cats as horses. And a cat drawn <laughs> carriage, you mean? Yeah. So, anyways, creatures you control have vigilance and tap to have one mana of any color. Spent to cast those mana only to cast a creature spell. Whenever you cast a creature spell, if three or more mana from creatures were spent, draw a card. More drawing cards. And, even better, mana production. You need big that. So, um, especially with Kim, uh, Kim, the, uh, that guy, that was a one-two. He drew, you draw a card every time you cast a legendary speech, creature, uh, yeah, legendary card. So, um, yeah, pretty good. Yeah. I'm getting a lot of cards. No, no. Never so, know. what's your next card, Bugs? My next card is gonna be do 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 Salvala, Heart of the Wilds. Ooh, that's this a is good an one. older card. It's oldie but a goodie. It's one a green and green for two three elf scout. And she says, whenever another creature enters the battlefield, its controller may draw a card. If its power is greater than each other creature's power. And one into green and tapper at X mana and any combination of colors where X is the greatest power among creatures you control. So this is just mana ramp, essentially. Yeah, pretty much. And plus it wants you to just be power holding. lets you get a whole bunch of stuff out there. Flood the board. Get all your legendaries out there. Oh, yeah. Nobody, nothing scarier than a whole bunch of legendaries. Yeah. Or, it's not possible, but a whole, all of them are Galtas. But it's not, oh wait, maybe it could be if it's not the legendary rule. There's a legendary rule in every game of magic. No, like a token copy that isn't legendary. It could be Galta. I mean, you could copy something and make it non-legendary, I guess. Yeah. All right. So, my next card is going to be Ken Ken Kenlith. Kenses Ken. the Hidden Land Hand. Oh, Kethis. Yeah. Yeah. A green, a black, and a white for a human. Uh, I mean, a elf advisor. Legendary spells cost one less to cast. Oh, that's great in this deck. Yeah, because you have all legendary spells. Just about. Yeah. So, exile two legendary cards from your graveyard until end of turn, where each legendary card is in your graveyard gains. You may play this card from your graveyard. So, that's pretty good. It's kind of like flashback on everything. Yeah. Okay. So, this is... Next one is going to be our last one. Okay. So my next card, second to last card here, is Toski. 
bearer of secrets. Indestructor Squirrel! Yep, that's what he's known to be called. <laughs> yeah. He's three and a green for a 1-1 one, one squirrel, and he can't be countered, and he has indestructible, and he attacks each combat if available, if able, and whenever he, a creature you control deals combat damage to a player, draw a card. So he lets you draw cards? Yeah. But he also wants you to, to attack players. Uh-huh. Because... He has to attack, and yeah. somebody might say, oh, I'm, I'm just going to let the one through. It's not that big. And then you put something really like Colossification on him, and then he's a 21-21 and with Trample coming at you, and that's scary. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, yeah, you can give him tra- He doesn't start with Trample, but it's, in green, it's in any color, it's pretty easy to give something Trample. Yeah. Because it's in all colors. Yeah. So, that is my second to the last card. What's your last card here, Bubba, since my you last, went first? My last, last card is Surak, the Dragon Claw. Dragon Claw. So, Surak, Dragon Claw. Okay. Okay, so. It's a legendary creature. It has Flash, two colorless, a green, a blue, and a red. For a this spell can't be countered, creature spells you control can't be countered, and other creatures you control have trampled. And it's a 6-6. Six, six. This is a way to give Toski Trample. Yeah, but I hope your Drek doesn't just have mono green. Yeah. Maybe this guy could be your commander. Mm, he wouldn't be good if you want to play Luberg, so... Yeah. So, it's good because, well, you can flash him out, give stuff counter, non-countering ability, uh, capabilities, and it makes you pretty much invincible. But, yeah. first, you have to get rid of the main source of all of that, you know, stuff. So that you can't, you know, like, um, counterspell or, you know, path to exile. Or arcane denial. So, that's yeah, my last... access to counterspells in Wooburg. So, yeah, that's my last, last card. All right, my last card now. It's Ramos Dragon Engine. Ooh, sounds cool. He's six colorless for a flying artifact creature dragon that's legendary. He's a 4-4. And whenever you cast a spell, put puzzle plus one counter on Ramos Dragon Engine for each of that spell's colors. So if you cast a five-color spell, he's going to get five counters, and he's going to be a 9-9. Nine, nine but that's yeah. not his main thing you want to use. Remove five plus one plus encounters from Ramos. Add two white, two blue, two black, two red, two green to your mana pool. Activate this ability only once each turn. So you can get use that mana to play a whole bunch of spells and get a bunch more counters on them. And then the next turn, do the same thing. You can you play can anything except Kulta. Hardcast just about, but there are more expensive cards like uh, Titanith Wreck. No, that's nine. Well, you can cast a lot of stuff for ten mana of it. Every color. With two of every color. Just not something that costs three of the same color. Really. Yeah. Well, hope you guys can continue. And that that was just me finishing up the card. Sorry. So... 
Well, hope you guys enjoyed. Um, please rate and review us and go to Bubba and the I mean www.smallsunningsunday@wordpress.com to see our blog. And if you have any questions at us, email Bubba and the Bug at gmail.com. Um, Instagram and Facebook at Bubba and the Bug. Yep. So. Instagram and Facebook are at Spelling Sunday Goofball. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. Well, yep. Halloween's coming up. Well, we might start some spooky stuff. Yeah. Can't get Just too maybe. Sp- can't get too spooky, right? Not yet. Oh man. All right. See you next week. Bye. Bye.